to the 35th episode of Season 2 of the Indotechno Podcast. I'm Alan Hallowell, founder of tech consultancy Gizmo Advisors and venture partner at Alpha JWC Ventures. Now, according to a report by Food Industry Asia and research firm IGD, almost all consumers in Indonesia, or 99%, are interested in improving their diets, and a majority of them, roughly 89%, are keen to have products reformulated, provided that taste is not compromised. In fact, in the wake of the COVID-19 outbreak, the category to see the greatest spending increases amongst Indonesian consumers has been health products at 77%, according to an August report by PwC. We are thus very pleased to invite onto the Indotechno podcast today a leader in this movement, Bushinta Nurfalzia, co-founder and co-CEO of leading healthy foods brand Lemonillo. Thank you for joining us today, Bushinta. Hi, Alan. Happy to be here after quite some time since the last we talked. Great. Well, now, Shinta, your entrepreneurial journey started quite a while ago. Please tell us specifically about the Pancake Company and come back to me. Sure. It's been so long since I talk about it, but the Pancake Company was an interesting story. I started the Pancake Company back when I was in junior high at the end of elementary school, I think. It continues until I'm in senior high, but started it as something that I sell to my friends and family. And then I opened during Music Festival for Teens. And come back to me, it's the same. This is something that initially was built for friends and family. And I started in social media, expanding it with a couple of friends. And finally stopped it because I was too busy with school and everything else. But it was the first encounter that I had with entrepreneurship. And it was a very early one. Super impressed. Now, Shinta, if I were simply to look at your education and first few jobs, I would have predicted that you would have become a leading corporate lawyer in the Jakarta area, but you are not. What happened? You're totally right. I actually graduated from a law school in Indonesia, and later on, I did my Master of Laws in the United States. But then I decided that this is not something I want to pursue. The reason that I want to take law school is because I believe that law would be the sector that could get me closer to my dream. And my dream is as cliche as it may sound to make an impact. And at that time, as with any teenager, I was confused with what I want to do in life. And my family had experience in law. My mother graduated from law school, but she also did business. So I was always hesitating between business and law, but I ended up being in law school at the end. And after I did lawyering for about five plus years, I decided that this is not something for me. And while I was confused with my journey in life, I decided now it's time to take some time off and do master's degree. So I did master's degree because I was so confused with what I want to do in life. As I already had some experience with Come Back to Me and the Pancake Company. But then it was that moment in the master degrees where I met Johannes and Ronald. 
that get me to have the courage to start Consula and later on Lemonillo. Thanks for that backstory. So you started Lemonillo, if I'm not mistaken, at the beginning of 2015. Can you tell us more about the company's quote-unquote origin story? So when I was doing my master's degree, I met Johannes. And during my time there, we did a few competitions, business competitions. And then we thought, hey, this is fun. This is something that we could do together. And so we talked. And then we decided to create a company together. And then we got introduced to Ronald through a friend. And then finally, three of us talked over Skype at that time because Ronald was already in Jakarta. And then we talked about what kind of sector that we are interested in. The three of us have the same interests in terms of creating impact and making contribution to Indonesia. We know that we want to do it through business. We are pretty sector agnostic, but personally, I'm always interested in health because I believe health is something that is quite problematic in Indonesia. A lot of people in Indonesia do not do healthy lifestyle, and we are imposed by non-communicable diseases like diabetes, heart disease. In fact, we are the top ranks in the world in terms of those diseases as the reason of the mortality rate. So we thought, hey, you know what, let's just create something in health. But back then in 2015, what we wanted to do at first was to create a doctor's directory like ZocDoc in the United States. So we created Consula. That was actually our first company together. After around a year, we decided that this is not something that we want to pursue. And we pivot from taking care of sick people to taking care of healthy people because we thought, you know what? What is problematic in Indonesia is the healthy lifestyle because we can say that everybody in Indonesia know that we have to live healthy. But then if you take a look into typical Indonesian diet, it's super high in cholesterol, sodium, sugar, preservatives. In fact, our traditional food, for example, It's high in calorie and all the things that you are not supposed to eat every day. So we thought, what does it mean? What does this typical Indonesian diet mean for our society? And it turns out that in Indonesia, if you take a look into January to March 2019 alone, the government have spent around 400 million US dollars only to cover the non-communicable diseases such as stroke, heart disease, and diabetes. And this Indonesian diet, this decision of the country to live unhealthy has resulted in national problem. So this is why we create Lemonilo, which is a consumer goods company enabled by tech that create a healthy everyday food. So Bushinta, maybe tell us about your target demographic. Our target demographic is moms and kids particularly millennial moms. Right now, millennial moms have around one or two kids who are in our 30s. But really, right now, almost everybody in Indonesia, thankfully, already know Lemonilo. So we are also surprised after the survey that we did with Nielsen, 
we have expanded the target demographic of the company to even younger people and also older people because when you are targeting moms, moms are the decision makers that bring food to everybody in the family. So we're thankful for that. Thanks for that, Shinta. Now, what are our top three products currently? The top three products by category, it's our instant noodle, our snack, and also our condiments. If we're talking about the SKU, the top three is all of our instant noodles, which include the mi goreng flavor, the curry ayam or curry chicken, and also the chicken onion or ayam bawang. Fantastic. And Shinta, what specifically is Wiranilo? Wiranilo is our newest reseller program. Wiranilo was created with the idea that most of our community have asked us through our social media, email, how to sell the Manilo stuff and whether they can sell the Manilo products to their friends and families. And we see this as an opportunity to empower our community, which mostly consists of moms and students, to not only become La Monilo fans, but also to become our brand ambassadors and introduce our products to their friends and families and communities. Fantastic. And so would we describe this almost as an agent network of ours? Yeah, correct. Totally. Fantastic. That's been a very strong area of growth in e-commerce in general. Now, Bushinta, we state, quote-unquote, we apply technology not only to bring a better lifestyle experience to our customers, but also to empower SMEs to improve their products, qualities, and scale. How exactly does Lemonilo apply technology as part of its value proposition? As I mentioned, Lemonilo is a consumer tech company, and what does it mean? I think different from most of the FMCG company in Indonesia, what we do when we first launch our products, we launch everything online. Launching everything online, specifically through our platform, has helped us to get real insights from our online community. And by launching that product and getting data from the purchase, we also get to send our consumer surveys and know what are they thinking about our products. So if you purchase our products through Lemonilo platform, you will get from time to time surveys asking, what do you think about the flavor? What do you think about the price? What do you think that we can improve? What do you think about the sweetness? All that detailed questions. And if you answer that question, you can get vouchers, for example. So we send this survey from time to time and it becomes our insights to improve our products. Only when our products are successful online do we push and scale up this product offline. Because as for grocery in Indonesia, most of the purchase happens offline. And by launching our products online, it allows us to work with SMEs. What do I mean by SME? Is smaller scale factory. And the smaller scale factory will be exposed to the way Lemonilo works and the possibility to scale up the product together with us. Understood. So in many ways, you could say it begins as a digitally native product and you use feedback from your online customers to possibly refine it. And then you bring it offline. Is that often the case? 
That is often the case. And it's actually the case of our most successful products. This becomes our model in all of our products. Fascinating. So that's kind of an O2O, online to offline consumer tech model. Fascinating. Now, Bushinta, quoting some other language from the website, we also state that, quote unquote, we team up with various partners from SMEs to mass scale corporations in our quest to provide solution oriented products to ensure a healthy lifestyle. How exactly does the SME come into play in this case? Yes. When we first create our products, some of the products really need customization. And to do this customization, it's easier for us to work with smaller scale companies, in this case, SMEs, because this type of companies still accept customization and also lower volume commitments. But then if we just directly jump into working with bigger factories, usually it involves high volume commitments. And these bigger factories sometimes do not want to do customization if we don't have this high volume commitment. So this is what I mean by launching online first. We do various customization together with our SME partners. And when we can go with higher volume commitments, we always work together with these SME partners, empower them to also increase their capacity. So the beauty of this model is actually these SME partners could go along with us and tag along with us. And if we are successful in scaling up their product, they are also going to be able to scale up their factory and capacity. Fascinating. So there's more than just one dimension to our mission. We're not only encouraging our compatriots toward a healthier lifestyle, we're also trying to work with that long tail SME to help them grow and increase their impact. Yes. It's my personal happiness when I see that our SME partners right now are able to not only increase their capacity, but also their quality. It's quite difficult to be chosen as our partner because we have very, very high standards. Although we work with not very many SMEs compared to the likes of e-commerce, it's a deeper commitment, I think, in a sense, because it's not just one-off, but they could grow together with us. Fantastic. Now, Shinta, are there any facts and figures relating to the state of health or fitness in Indonesia, whether it's obesity rates, incidence of disease, etc.? that motivates you to achieve ever more in the category? If we're talking about NCDs or non-communicable diseases in Indonesia that involves stroke, heart disease, diabetes, actually 73% of deaths in Indonesia are caused by NCDs. If we take a look into the current conditions, 90% of COVID-19 deaths in Indonesia are caused by comorbidities. Those comorbidities include stroke heart disease, and diabetes. So this is why I think it's very urgent for us together to change the way we consume things and do our activities to be a healthier nation. Those are some interesting facts and figures. How important is marketing message to Lemonillo? And how have you arrived at today's positioning? Marketing message is, of course, very important for any company, including Lemonillo. For Lemonillo, the marketing is a bit complicated. Why do I say complicated? 
because in Indonesia, healthy lifestyle is not something natural. So the first step that we have to do in our marketing is to educate the market about the importance of healthy lifestyle. If you take a look into our marketing messages, almost 60% of it is actually about health education and 40% or less about heart selling. So if we do content in social media, for example, of course, we talk about the heart selling part, the promotion, the discount, the new products. But we also talk about what does it mean to be healthy? Why these ingredients are bad for you? Why these ingredients are good for you? What does it mean to eat healthy and all that stuff? The activities that we have to do in order to be healthy, education. And even in built-ins, like popular sitcoms or sinetrons in Indonesia, we do not just talk about purchase our product, purchase our product. But we also talk about what is the problem, what is the solution, and why Lemonilo products could become a part of that solution. So yeah, marketing message is very important for us. It's important through our marketing message that we could educate the market, but also about being honest. We never say, for example, that you have to eat Lemonilo product only in order to be healthy. What we always say is that this is the facts if you want to be healthy. And if you need an instant food, the best one out there is honestly a Lemonilo product because of the clean ingredients that we have and the better process that we have. Understood. So clearly there's a major educational element to the impact we want to have on Indonesian society. Now, I wanted to come back to your earlier references to COVID-19. How has the onset of the pandemic impacted Lemonilo? Again, COVID-19 has become a real challenge in the entire world, including in Indonesia. Just a few months ago, we got the new Delta wave and our cases spiked to the point that we never experienced before. And the economy in Indonesia shut down for a moment at that time during this Delta wave. There's a report that said the mobility of this country was held back around 30%, and that created huge economic loss. For FMCG market, a lot of FMCG companies, FMCG categories also experienced some decrease, but we are very hopeful that Indonesia growth will return. And as a matter of fact, once the pandemic could be controlled, the economy will resume. We can all hope so. Now, Shinta, maybe a more personal question. Would you mind sharing how you balance motherhood with entrepreneurship? I gather that you are the mother of a very healthy little boy, and I believe you have another one on the way. So what advice would you have for other aspiring mother entrepreneurs? Ellen, very interesting question. Sometimes, like every mother in the world, I also don't know how I did it. (laughs) I just do it one by at a time. But I think the most important thing is to know that you are not alone in this journey, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you are a working mom, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, I think it's important for women and mothers to know that you are not alone and you shouldn't be alone. If you ever feel alone, you should seek help and you should find companions to go through this journey. 
I'm lucky that I have a great support system that could go along with me in this mompreneurship journey. I also have great partners. And being a leader, but also a woman who have kids, I think it gives me a unique perspective. And it made me realize that I'm in a unique position to really create a model for others, not only for individuals, but also for other companies, how we should enable women to work, but also to become a mom. But even in the bad days, it's still very difficult, of course, because you could never predict what will happen with kids. What do they want? Sometimes you're in the middle of a meeting and the little boss would like to join the meeting. (laughs) But I think we are also in a condition where people now understand and more understanding than ever. So every time I have a meeting and then sometimes my kids want to join the meeting, Usually, we just laugh. It's just a part of life. And we need to be able to accept that this thing happened and it's normal. (laughs) Well, it's great to hear that your colleagues and companies around the technology ecosystem are becoming increasingly accommodating and supportive of what is a unique challenge that, frankly, I've never had to go through. So my hat off to you. Now, Bushinta, what have been some of the most powerful partnerships that we have formed at Lemonilla? We have a lot of partners accompany us through this journey and enable us to be in this position. First is, of course, the SME partners. Some are no longer SMEs, actually, and we are very happy with that. They become a bigger company. And we also have distribution partners that distribute all our instant noodle to more than 200,000 points of sales all over Indonesia. Also, the most important relationship and partnership that I have is, of course, Soviet Lemonians, which is the people who work at Lemonilo in this boat together with all the co-founders. Gotcha. So many different categories of partners that comprise our success. Can you tell us about some of the future directions for Lemonilo? So right now in Indonesia, Lemonilo is quite well known as the brand for healthy instant noodles. We are launching more products and we're seeing Lemonilo moving into a flagship brand, a flagship brand of a lot of products. Now Indonesia know Chimi, our healthy snacks, and we are going to launch more and more products in the coming months. And second of all, Lemonilo is also planning to expand to other countries and many more exciting things to come. (laughs) So Shinta, there must be something that keeps you awake at night. What are you worried most about as a steward of the business? Honestly, every day is different. But I think 90% of it would be about Lemonilo. Because I'm blessed as a person to have very supportive family and very beautiful child. So I get to have my brain filled with everything. One is lately during the Delta wave, I've been thinking, of course, about the impact of this pandemic to Lemonilo and what are these products that we need to develop because we know people's needs are changing with the pandemic and how the Lemonilo could be in a position to provide something that could be beneficial for society. That makes eminent sense, and you're clearly in a very important position to affect that kind of change. 
Bushinta, we really appreciate you sharing with our audience your personal journey, along with the story of Lemonillo and its mission to deliver our fellow Indonesians to healthier habits and a better lifestyle in general. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Alan. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. Well, we hope our listeners have enjoyed today's episode. As always, please consider sharing any feedback that you have about the End of Techno podcast with us. Terima kasih telah mendengarkan. Sampai jumpa lagi. Thank you.